What up, what up, what up, what up? What up, what up, what up? Oh, y'all ready, huh? Yo, you ready, bag lady? Yo, the bag lady is ready. Are you ready? Because we ready, bag lady. We ready? Well, then let's do this, then. Let's do it. What up, what up, my blessings? It's your girl, the bag lady herself, coming to you live from the Purse Podcast Studios, episode five, Boys to Men, you heard me? Boys to men. Listen, y'all, I don't have time to do the recap for you. You got to go back and listen to episodes one through four for yourself today because my guests in the studio today, they need to be talking. They need to be engaged and they're not giving me any time to be getting folks all caught up. So I got the littles in the studio today and I know some of y'all might be asking me, bag lady, why you got the littles in the studio? I thought this show was about grownups unpacking things, understanding the whys of yesterday and the what's of tomorrow and all of that good stuff. But I have the littles in there in here today, y'all, for good reason. A lot of y'all out here talking about generational wealth, right? We talking about how we need to leave a legacy behind, right? Especially in our community. And by our, y'all know what I mean, right? So we want to talk about generational wealth. We want to talk about how we need to leave something behind for the youth, okay? But the first thing we need to consider, the bag lady says, is making sure that we leave in behind what? Two important things, knowledge and understanding, Okay, if they don't understand things, if they don't understand their past, they won't know how to do things in the present and they sure won't be around for the future. So I got the littles in here today for us to just take a little bit of time and understand some of their thinking. Right. When I was a young mom, you know, I always used to say kids are people, too. Right. And I used to talk about how. You know, we got to give them a voice. I don't believe that children should be seen and not heard. I feel like there's a little bit of both that goes into that, right? So I got some real special folks in the studio with me today, and I'm about to have them introduce themselves. So to my left, first and foremost, who do I got in the studio with me? You got Jace, nicknamed D.O.B. Legend, Little Dangerous, Custom Carter. Hold up, hold up, hold up. The people want to hear that. Say, run, get a little closer to the mic for us and run that back again. My name is Jace, a.k.a. J.P. D.O.B. Legend and Little Dangerous, Little Cuss, Little Gotti, No Parker. And I would like to go by Little Cuss first. 
So for today, and whoa, you got a lot of aliases, a lot of nicknames for somebody who hasn't been here. How old are you? Nine years old. Nine years old, and in the nine years that you've been on this earth, you have acquired that many names. I ain't mad at you. So today, though, you want to go by Little Cuss. Little cuss. Little cuss is in the building. Blessings. Y'all make sure y'all show little cuss some love. And then we got somebody else. A little cuss. Who else we got in the studio with us today? Step Thailand, up to the mic. Thailand Swift. Thailand Swift. Thailand, do you got any other names like uh, little cuss too? Ty Ty, Zanai, Swift, Anthony, Zanai. They didn't hear some of that. Make sure you stay to the mic for us, okay? Tinky, Thailand. Zanai Swift. Okay, Tinky Thailand Zanai Swift. What name we what name do you want the blessings at the um purse podcast studios to call you today? What name are you going by today? Zanai. Zanai. So we got little cuss and Zanai in the building today. And Zanai, how old are you? Seven. Seven? When will you be eight? We can't hear you. You got to talk into the mic. December 4th. December 4th, as in next week, because this is the special Thanksgiving edition, right? Right. This is the special Thanksgiving. So this was, let, let's just jump into it, because I know, like, you guys got places to go and people to see, and I don't want to hold y'all up. And I just mentioned, touched on something. This is the special Thanksgiving edition. 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 That's right, cuz. Look. And so, listen, hey, let's talk about Thanksgiving first, just to loosen things up a little bit. Um, what were you thankful for this year? You know, I was thankful Talking for... Talking to the mic. I was thankful for the great family that I had, and, all, and the mom and the dad that took care of me through my nine years of struggling, and thankful for God and Jesus for protecting over my family for many, many generations and years. Wow, that's a lot to be thankful for. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you have so much to be thankful for. And I'm going to come back to you on that little cuss because I heard you say struggling. So I, I like to hear a little bit about what your struggles are because I think some people don't realize that nine-year-olds can have struggles too, right? Yes. Okay. And then Zanai, what were you thankful for this year? Speaking to the mic. I'm Into the mic. I'm thank you for my family. I'm thank you for my my mom. I'm thankful for my life. I'm thankful for everything in this world that appreciates me. Oh wow, you thankful for the things in this world that appreciates you? Okay, talking to the mic. I, 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 I'm I going to come back to you because I want to hear about the things that you feel in this world appreciates you. Y'all good with that? All right, so let's keep talking. Let's move in. So coming back to you, little cuss, you mentioned that you was thankful for your parents and God and Jesus, and 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 I'm thankful to hear you say those things. But I also heard you say your parents got you through some struggles. Can you know when you think about being nine years old? Some people don't understand, and now you got a whole bunch of adults listening. Tell us about what struggles a nine year old might have. Um, the struggles a nine year old might have. The struggles a nine year old might have is not being spoken and not having a word to say when something's going wrong. School and parents just yelling and they don't know what happened. Having to deal with some stuff that you really didn't do but you still get blamed. But my parents have helped me notice that sometimes you just have to be the biggest, per the bigger person in situations. Sometimes you got to be the bigger person. You're dropping some gems. I just need you, little cuss, to keep the mic close to you because... 
I don't want people to miss the opportunity that that the bag lady is having here in the Purse Podcast Studios today. You said a lot just now, like that a nine-year-old might have struggles where you don't have a voice, you're not heard, you get blamed for things that you don't that you didn't do. But you said overall the way that your parents have helped you and that you're thankful for is that sometimes they teach you that you have to be the bigger person. Yes, and if you're a kid out here younger than me or older than me and you struggle through the things that I struggle, well, I hope that you will take this as inspiration and let your parents know that you should be heard and you should have a say, not to everything, but to a lot of things. And I just want to let you know that you should be heard for the rest of your life. Very nice, very nice. And and can you tell me, little cuss, what does it mean to be the bigger person? So sometimes if you have a sibling or anyone in your life, sometimes you have to be the person to say, hey, she did this to me, right? But if I do something back, I'm going to get in trouble. So you have to know the limits as the older one to just be the bigger person, walk away, and deal with your life and have a better one. Because I believe in whatever you do, always finds a way to come back to you. Very good. And so are you saying to me that you have siblings? Do you have any siblings, little cuss? I have a little baby brother, and I have a little sister. Oh, okay. And with having those siblings, sometimes you got to be the bigger person. Yes, it sucks, but sometimes I have to be the bigger person and know what to do in situations. Like with my little brother, sometimes I just have to get in trouble for stuff that he does. Sometimes, for my little sister, she may do something that I have to get the blame for. But at the end of the day, it's worth it because what comes around, what comes around, what goes, goes around, what goes around comes around. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for that, little cuss. Coming back over to you, Zanai. Can you step up to the mic real good for me, please? Yes. Zanai, do you have any little brothers or sisters? No, I don't have any little brothers or sisters, but all I need is my cousins and my family. Okay, so are your cousins like your brothers and sisters? No. Are they? Are you close with your cousins? Yes, I'm really close to them. Okay, that's really good. And so with your cousins, sometimes do you feel like sometimes you have to be the bigger person like a uh, little cuss mentioned. I have to be the bigger person against bullies. You got to step into the mic. I have to be a bigger person when a bully's trying to bully me. Oh, let's talk about bullying. Thank you for changing the channel. Talk to me about bullying. What is bullying? What is a bully? What does that mean to you and what have you experienced with that? A bully is a is a a a, a, some, a someone that that always be rude to you every time you go to school. So you find bullies at school? Is that where you know bullies at? Yes, maybe in the park, anywhere. There's bullies. There's always a devil in every group. There's a devil in every group. So you're saying the bullies are like the devil, or maybe is it that the devil sometimes get into a bully? Yes. Okay, Grandma receives that. I mean, Grandma the bag lady. Oops. So I want to say to you, how have you experienced bullying? Have you ever been bullied before? I have been bullied before. What was your experience? Tell us, tell the blessings out here what happened. Because, you know, here at the Bag Lady Experience podcast, 
we have a group of folks that listen to us and we call them our blessings and the blessings do not like bullying. I promise you. So why don't you step up to the mic real close because they want to hear what you say. Tell us about your experience with bullying and how you handled it. Um, somebody was trying, I was walking into school and somebody was just saying stuff, some stuff rude to me. And then I said, stop. Then I told the teacher. Talking to the mic. I told the teacher that in our recess, then I really wanted to tell the teacher. Then the teacher, then I walked to the, I ran to the teacher before the person could tell me to don't tell. Okay. After that, she got in trouble. The bully got in trouble? Mm -hmm. Okay. And how did that make you feel? Safe. Can you talk a little bit louder for me? Safe. It made you feel safe? Yes. Okay, great. I'm glad that made you feel safe. And how will you handle bullies going forward? Did, did you feel comfortable that when someone comes to you to bully you, that if you tell a grown-up, whether it's your teacher or your parent or another grown-up, that something will be done? Yes, yeah, something will be done. Tell a parent or something so that that, that, that will be done. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Did you feel like you wanted to get revenge on that bully? Yes, but revenge revenge is not, not the key. It's not? Revenge is not the key to everything. It's not? Yes. Okay, that's, that's really good to hear. So what is, so when you felt like you wanted to get revenge on the bully, you just kind of talked to yourself? Yes. And what, you calmed yourself down? Yes. And you told yourself that revenge is not the key? Wow, that's really big of you. That's a great example of being the bigger person and taking what we like to call the high road. I'm proud of you. Thank you. That was a round of applause just for you, Zanai. It looks like Jace wants to weigh in on this topic. Jace, I need you to get real close up to the mic. Well, um, Zai... I will disagree with that because bullies, I would never say necessarily someone is a bully because you can be talking rude to someone. Like, just like if you talk rude to someone, does that make you a bully? No. So, You're just talking rude to them. That, that doesn't make, I've, people talk rude sometimes, but you have to understand is don't always tell them that bully, don't always do something to that bully because you never know what other people are going through. I've experienced people who, I think are just going through good life, and they've been going through bad. So I think just because you say that you're rude, you're never a bully. And there's never ever going to be a devil. There may be a devil inside of someone, but, but God will always overpower that devil no matter what situation we're in. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's hold up here in the Purse Podcast studio. So let me get this right, little cuss. What you're trying to explain to... Um, Zanai is that just because someone speaks words rudely to you, that's not bullying. That doesn't classify bullying by your definition. Yes, because if someone was to, if you were to speak rude to someone right now, would you would you like them to call you a bully? No, they but, wouldn't call okay. me a bully. Now would it be? But you just said that that guy talked rude to you, and he was a bully. So no, he he was talking rude to me, but and then he pushed me on the floor. I forgot to tell that part. 
Okay, so that's different, right? Okay. That's different, but, but you only told us that he was talking rude. Now, if someone is talking rude, you do not, th- that's not being a bully. Like, if someone having a conversation and you think, so if you walk up to your classmate. And talking to the mic. But if you a bully in school, If you walked Jace, up. If he's wait, a bully in If you walk up to a bully, if you walk up to a bully and say something rude, but does that make you the bully or does that make still them the bully? Just because you say something rude to someone does not mean you're a bully. A bully is someone who's literally doing something to you, physically hurting you, being a bully. And you know earlier how you said about the devil? Yes. There's never going to be a devil in the group because the devil will never win. God and Jesus will always take the dub. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Big stuff coming out of this uh, podcast already, Blessings. Um, I got the littles in here, but they're talking big, 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 big talk. You're hearing their definitions of bullying. You're hearing their definitions of a devil. Um, You're hearing uh, how to handle situations. And the littles are talking about how to be a bigger person. That's amazing. So let, let's lighten it up a little bit for a moment and talk about some fun stuff. I like uh, I would like for the listeners to learn a little bit more about you guys. So let's talk about a little bit of fun stuff, and then we'll get back into some of the deeper stuff. So we know that Little Cuss has a little brother and a little sister. We know that Zanai doesn't have one, but he's really close with his cousins. Um, can I ask, do either of you... Um, have thoughts about dating yet? Not much. Not much? Talk to me, Zanai. What do you mean, not much? Talking to the mic. You got to talk to the mic. I have to be a full adult to be dating someone. Oh, and who said that? My mom. Talking to the mic. My mom, my papa, my grandma. They said you have to be a full adult to date? Yes. Okay. And so what, what age are you a full adult? You could be 100. That's when you become a full adult? Yes, because you're past, way past an adult. You're older than an adult. Okay, okay. So the bag lady is definitely not a full adult yet. I don't know. What say you, um, little cuss? How old are you when you become a, a, an adult? Um, well, the, the preferred age would be about 21. And about the dating situation, um, I wouldn't call it dating. I would never take something too serious as a kid. I kind of agree and disagree. Like, if you want to date as a kid, it's very sorry you can. But I don't. I also disagree that when you're 100, that does not make you a full adult. Because you know how people say, well, you can't talk to me like that because I'm an adult. So if they're an adult, a full adult wouldn't be 100. Because not a lot of people make it past 100. Okay. So let me just get this. I want to get a couple of things straight. So I just want to understand. Neither of you are dating. No. Currently. Yes, currently, little cuss. Have you dated in the past? Yeah. Talking, speaking to the mic. Yes, a couple dating guys. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold it. Uh, Zanai, you said you're not dating currently, but you were dating a couple of days ago? No, not much. You have to speak into the mic. The people want to hear you. Not every day. Just for one day. Who were you dating? My friend. Oh, yeah? Tell us about her or him. She, she's nice. Okay. She has pretty hair. Oh, she does? Mm-hmm. 
What's her name? Her name is Katie. Okay, so what made you date Katie? Cause she was a nice girl. She and wanted to. She wanted to go to. She wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. Well, what exactly? Where did y'all go? We went to. In the mic. We went to my grandma's house. You went to your grandma's house. Yeah. Your grandma let you date at her house. Yes, it doesn't. She doesn't mind if we're not doing. You know. No, I don't know what. I can't tell you. You got to tell me. Jace, tell her. No, I want you to tell me, Zanai. Huh? The dirt. What is? What exactly is the dirt? Holding hands? Yes. You weren't holding hands? No. I will take this. So speaking to the mic, Zanai, so you're telling me that you're allowed to bring your dates over to your grandma's house as long as you're not doing the dirt, a.k.a. holding her hand. You're not kissing. Yes. Right. Because should you be kissing? No. Do you kiss when you're not at your grandma's house? No. Speak it to the mic. No. You don't kiss when you're not at your grandma's house? No. Because that's for grown-ups? No. At my house, I don't have any friends over there. So only at my grandma's house, I have many friends. But, you know, that was a great answer, but no one heard you. I have a friend named Lucas, too. He's a boy. Okay. Is I used to play with him all the time. He was, he was, I was like, you're still five. You have to be seven by now. Okay, wait. Did you date Lucas? No, Lucas. How am I supposed to date a boy? Okay, I'm just asking. So you only dated Katie? Yes. Okay, thank you. And you were allowed to bring Katie to your grandma's house? Yes. As long as you didn't do dirt. And dirt is holding, holding hands head. and kissing. Okay, thank you so much for that, Zanai. So coming back over to you, little cuss. So I, I I heard you say you're not dating currently. Have you dated ever? Um not not kinda, not my ideal though. What do you mean? Speak it to the mic. So um I wouldn't say I was dating, but someone did think that we were dating. And it started off as a joke and then it kinda got serious, but we never really we never would call it dating. We were just we were, we were just really good friends. Well, well, how long ago was this? This had to be in second grade. In second grade? So you were about seven? Yes, I would say I was about seven. So what happened? So the person thought that you were like their their boyfriend or something? Um, kinda. But we figured out that this was all just a joke and now we are great friends still. Oh, you are? You you still go, what, do you go to the same school or church? Um, we go to the same school. Oh, you do? But I would also like to say something about. You have to say it into the mic, though. I would also like to say something about what Zar said. He said, no, how would I date a boy? Some people will identify as gay, like your favorite singer, Little Nas X. He's gay. He, he dates boys. Okay, and, and, do you, and that's okay? Yes, that's very okay. Like, oh. what, like it's okay to be gay or lesbian or. Well, where, where did you learn that at? Um, on the news. Oh, speaking to the mics and I. On you, the news. You heard that on the news? Yeah. And so what is your understanding of that? My understanding. That he, that, that, um, my understanding. It, it's okay that people are gay. It doesn't mean they're gay. Speaking to Mike. My understanding. It's okay that people are gay, but it doesn't mean they're a bad person. 
Okay, I agree with that. And what about you, little cuss? My understanding of that is just just because you date your own kind um, does not make you a different person or any less capable. You are speaking to the mic. Any less capable capable than the people who do date not the same gender. It makes you the same, and you're always going to be the same person. Wow. And what is your preference? Do you prefer to date girls? Yes. And what about you, Zanai? Yes. I can't hear you in the mic. Yes. Yes? Okay, okay. All right, well, let's, I thought that was a lighter thing, but you guys are taking it there. You guys are pretty deep for a, a soon-to-be 8-year-old and a 9-year-old. Um, let's t- keep talking then. You guys mentioned watching the news. I know some grown-ups that don't watch the news. Um, since you watch the news, you go to school, you understand bullying. Can, um, starting with you, little cuss, can you tell me a person that you admire and, and maybe why you admire that person? Um, I would admire, I would admire my dad because he's the boy from my family. And also he's a lot of the things that he does. I like to do like gaming or something that came off of him. And I like, he's like, and he's like, he's like the person who's, who's took me through everything and. He's like my idol, and I will always want to be like him when I grow up. Okay, okay. Thailand, Zanai. Yes? Tell us a person that you admire. Who do you look up to? I look up to my mom. Okay, speak it to the mic. Speak it to the mic. That's the only person I have in my house. That's the only person I want in my house. And why do you look up to her? Because she's one of my favorite moms. I have another mom. Okay. In the mic. She's another favorite mom, but I like my mom best. Okay, and you have to tell me why. The reason why I had two moms is because... No, the reason why you admire your mom so much. She's really nice. She is really... She looks up to me, too. She looks up to me, too. She looks up to you, and she's really nice? Yes. What makes her so nice? Because cause she gets me a lot of stuff. She gets you a lot of stuff? Does she yes. love you? Yes, she always has. She shows you love? Yes. Like how? In a nice way. How? Tell the folks in the mic how she shows you love. Does she hug you, kiss you, ask you about your day? Hug me, kisses me, ask me. Okay. Um, I would say, yeah, the reason why I look up to my dad is also because he loves me. He's changed plans for me and done, and instead of doing what he wanted to do, has done for, did something for me. Not only buys me shows that he loves me, even if he's mad or sad, he always puts me first. He does? Yes. And so what does he do as an individual that makes you admire him? Um, he does a lot of stuff stuff um, he also is very nice and he does a lot of cool stuff that I would like to do when I get older and he just so you think he's smart yes I do think he's very smart and I think that I think that he has a very good job and is very smart what makes you think he's smart um because of the fact of his job which I've heard that is not easy he's a very intelligent person and from all the people who I've talked to about him they said that your dad is a really smart person. 
Say that again into the mic. And they said that all the people I've talked to throughout my life said that your dad was a really smart person. Okay. You guys, I thought we were going to have to get warmed up, but you guys right here in this studio, you are doing awesome. I'm going to give you a round of applause from the blessings. And I am also going to take a quick break, let you guys go take a little restroom break, stretch your legs and get a breather. And in the meantime, blessings, I ask that you stay tuned for part two of episode five with the littles because we are going from boys to men in the studio today. Yes, yes. Welcome back. It's your girl, the bag lady. Episode five, boys to men. We got the littles in the purse podcast 
Studios today. We have Little Cuss and Zanai in the studios today dropping jewels and gems. And the bag lady opened up talking about how we we often mention uh, generational wealth. And, and you know, I just want to say that I do think it's important to leave a legacy something that they can carry on, right? Something that they can continue to grow and expound upon. But I think that if we don't talk to them, if we don't understand them, if we don't plant the mental and the emotional seeds that are necessary in them, then they will receive this legacy and they will not be able to carry it forward. I know that some of the success that the bag lady has had and blessings around her have had, a lot of it we have gotten by the seat of our pants. We had to figure some things out because our parents were working really hard, but they didn't necessarily um, tell us the what's in the how's and the why's of how to move forward and continue that success. And I feel like the only way to do that is not just to hand somebody something already made and prefabricated, whether they're ready or not, if you will. You heard them ask me in the beginning, bag lady, are you ready? I need to know if they're ready and and, and where they're not ready. I'm here to help plant seeds, but I can't just insert the seeds, right? The bag lady is, is trying to unpack some things. And when I think of the do as, uh, do as, how does it go, y'all? Do as I say, um, not as I do, right? I don't want to be that anymore. I don't think that that works with the generation that's coming behind the bag lady. And I know that everyone here may be from different generations, different age brackets, but I think it's really important for us to understand one another, whether uh, you're in your 50s, your 40s, your 30s, your 20s, your 10s. Right. Let's let's we we gotta be in a place of hearing one another. We have to be in a place of understanding. Otherwise, uh, things won't work because you cannot have a one size fits all approach if you want to be successful. So I, I'm gonna get down off my soapbox soapbox and get back in this bag with these littles that are in here with me today. Little cusses in the building. Zanaya's in the building. They're dropping jewels and gems. And I want to thank you blessings for bearing with us today because you know, this is not easy for them understanding that they have to speak into the mic and keep the mic close to them, but just know that it's worth tuning in and hearing what they have to say and, and, and just bearing with us a little bit with the audio, um, because they have a lot to offer. So that being said, they looking at me like, well, can we get back on the mic bag lady? Cause you hogging the mic. What else we talking about today? So I just want to pivot a little bit, um, and jump into some current events because, um, over this time, I know myself and um, little cuss got into some conversation because as you heard, they watched the news, Right. Uh, I'm sorry. One moment. Little cuss has his hand up and I, I, I best acknowledge it. Little cuss. Did you have a question? Um, this is actually a comment. I would like to say, um, I know exactly what we're going to talk about. And I would like to address the fact that we're going to be talking about why Travis Scott should not be sued or why he should be sued. Because I personally think. That well, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. First of all, you know, you little, uh, millennial gen xer 
you're not going to come on here and take over my show. You didn't, I was prepping the people to let them know what we was going to talk about. You're going to raise your hand and decide that you know, just because you know we had this debate. Listen, y'all, we've been debating this for the past two days. So that's why he feel like he knew where we was going because I sure didn't prep them to, or script them because they're eight and nine years old. But he felt that he knew where I was going with it because he's been de debating the bag lady for the past two days on this topic. So if you don't mind, little cuss, I want to just finish setting the stage. So what I want to say to the blessings is um, we're going to jump into some current events and myself and little cuss have de been debating the whole Travis Scott issue um, lately. And then Zanai came over and he weighed in and had something to say. So I'm going to turn the mic over and just let little cuss take it over like he just tried to do two seconds ago. So what do you want to say to the people? Okay, well, as I was saying, we are going to be talking about the Travis Scott matter. We, you got to stay in the mic since you want to talk big talk. You got to talk that talk in the mic. And I and I dis and I agree that he should be sued. While the bag lady disagrees that he should be sued. I can tell the people my um opinion myself. I don't need you to tell them what I think. You just tell them what you think. I think Travis Scott should be sued because sure there have been other concerts like this, but not as bad as this in my generation. We've. Like Travis Scott, we know off of YouTube, which you cannot always believe, but we've seen that he's seen people pass out, maybe not know that he died, but they've seen people die, and he stopped it once and kept on going, wasn't checking on security, how people were getting in, what was happening. So I believe that he deserves to be sued and what he got, because there will always be consequences for something that you do. Oh, consequences. Wow. Well, Zanai, before I weigh in on that, Zanai, what are your thoughts on the whole Travis Scott issue? Please speak into the mic. I agree with Jace because he is telling the truth. Travis into Scott, the mic. Travis Scott should be sued because he, was, he, was, he wasn't look, paying attention to people dying. What do you mean he wasn't paying attention to people dying? What was he doing? He was on top of the stage. He into the mic. He could. He was on top of the stage. He couldn't have looked and saw somebody dying and then went to help them. They shouldn't have helped them. And what, what did you want to say, little cuss? I would like to say that uh, also he was performing, I will say that. But even if Travis Scott has seen people pass out, there's ambulance there and security is not going crazy. And he's seeing people die and pass out. He should have stopped the show way more than he did. Check on the people. Call the authorities. Call the security. Call the ambulance to get them people checked out. Like maybe he has people pass out. Maybe that's a thing that happens. But the dying fact. So I think he deserves every right to be sued. Now, he was performing. So I will say that maybe he didn't know, but he literally, he, eventually he knew and he didn't stop it when he had the chance. Okay, okay. Big, big, big opinions coming out of these little folks. Um, so I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna weigh in with y'all like I would be talking to somebody, you know, my own size. And I'm just gonna say, you know, I'm a little conflicted because 
you know, my thoughts is like, where was the police? Where was the arena? Where was the security and all of this? I know if I owned a big arena, like for example, I'm a New Yorker, so I'll go with Madison Square Garden and this is going on in my arena. I'm cutting the electricity. He wouldn't even have the ability to keep performing. They, you know, don't you feel that the people who own the arena had a responsibility to stop him from performing as opposed to having him stop himself? I've heard the two of you in here like rapping and stuff like that. So could you imagine if you were a big star and you was on stage performing and you're trying to remember your lyrics, you're trying to remember your dance moves, you're trying to be a great entertainer to the fans and maybe you didn't realize what was going on in the audience? Well, it's kind of different. It's kind of different if he didn't realize because we saw that he realized because he did stop the show once. But he should have stopped the show, checked on the audience. Because if the authorities are not doing something, the people who own the place, they're not doing something. It's his right to do something about it because he should really be doing something, and his security was drugged. And if he's noticing all this, he should have stopped the show and did what he had to do himself. So maybe he doesn't deserve to be sued for the the billion that he was sued. But I think the authority had a part of this. Well, not the authority. I think the owners had a part of this, but Travis Scott had mainly because he stopped the show, meaning that he knew what was going on. Okay. 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 So I received that. You're saying that you're you're willing to meet me halfway and say, maybe he doesn't have to get sued for the billions, but he definitely should have some consequences, some accountability for what took place. He shouldn't just be able to walk off and say, you know, I didn't know and I didn't do it. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, because he shouldn't be able to just walk off, no consequences. Then this happens and happens again. Walks off, no consequences, and never learned. I do believe that people are tripping about saying $2 billion worth a couple people passing out and dying. Only 21 people died out of the thousands and thousands of people. And people weren't even vaccinated and all that. So it is half of it should be the authority. I feel like Travis Scott should have to pay another a couple millions or not even in the authorities, in the, the authority, the people who own the place. Like the authority, like security there, should have a right to have to pay or pay Travis Scott. Okay, okay. I need you to keep the mic close because you're you're dropping a lot of gems, and and I received that. And um, you know, my thing is this: I feel like he may have made some mistakes, right? Maybe his judgment was off, but. Being a public figure is not easy. You know, a lot of people look at these performers and they think all it takes is the ability to sing or rap or dance or or whatever. But it, it a lot of other things come into it like this, like making a, that was a huge decision that he had to make. And maybe if he had an opportunity to do things over, he would. I did hear that he was paying for funerals and giving full refunds and, and offering and paying for counseling and and showing some levels of remorse. I, you know, personally for me, the bag lady, when I, you know, they say people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. And, and, um, you gave a Zania great example earlier, like, Oh, don't call somebody a bully because they said something rude. I just feel like in this instance, I'm not too quick 
to, you know, throw stones because I don't know what I would do if I was in his shoes. Would I, if I knew for a fact that people were dying, would I stop the show? Yes. But if, um, I'm on a stage performing, trying to remember my dance moves, my lines and give a, a wonderful show. And I got a big artist coming out and stuff like that. I might not be totally focused the way that I need to. So, you know, with that being said, um, I would just take all of that into consideration because if that was me, I would want people to take it into consideration with me. So I appreciate you both weighing in on those current events. Um, let, let's talk about a little bit more before we, um, wrap up on the air today. Let's talk about some things that bother you personally. If, if you could only, if you could pick one thing, if you had a genie and the genie said, I am here today to remove something from this world that bothers you, what would that thing be, Zanai? It would be bullying. Bullying? Yeah. Okay. Can you speak into the mic? It would be bullying, not being happy, being um, being um, being shamed by your own color. Okay, you don't like it when um people that look like you treat you, shame you. About your color. You have to speak into the about your color. So you've experienced folks um shaming you for being black. Yes. So, and that's something that you would like to see removed. Okay, well, let me ask you the opposite. If you had a power to make things better, if you if you was granted a, a zillion dollars to make the world better, what would you use that money on? I would give it to you a have to speak person. into the microphone. I would I would give it to a homeless person to buy to buy a house and a lot of more stuff. Okay, so with all of that money, would you say you could give it to a lot of homeless people? So speaking to the mic, you want to give, you want to help homeless people? Yes. I think that's very commendable. That's, that's awesome. And, and you want to give them a place to live? Yes. Okay. So you wouldn't even use the money just on yourself and your family. You would use it to help other people? Yes. Are you speaking to the microphone? They can't hear you. Yes. A lot of people don't have homes and everybody deserves a home. Okay. And so over to you, little cuss. So the first question was talking about what bothers you. What is something that you would like to see go away? Um, there's, there's three things that bothers me. Okay. One thing that bothers me is the people who tell me how race makes a difference back then um, in slavery. Another thing that bothers me is how many people, even how many people walk past homeless people, even considering my parents and who walk past homeless people say they don't have anything but secretly they have and can just not want to give the homeless people what they deserve. And then the third thing that bothers me is how much kids are just like a joke to parents and stuff where they think that they should not be heard at all. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like you, you have a, a big list there. So you would like to see, um, you would like to see people do better by homeless people. Right. You would like to see parents listen to children a little more. Okay. And what was the third thing? Um, the third thing was that to not hear that all these slavery and all that stuff happened back then. To so if you could, you would erase the slavery from yesterday. I would. Yes, I would.
would erase all the I would erase all the hatreds, the hatred in this world, and make peace for everyone. Even the people who are currently bad, I would want to make peace and peace and peace. So you don't want to get revenge on the people who might have been bad to your people in the past. You just want peace with everyone. No, because you know how some people suffer jail and all that, which is considered revenge, but they don't deserve that because maybe sometimes they didn't have anyone to teach them the right thing, and I think that they deserve to just be able to have peace. And I'm not saying they shouldn't get a consequence, but some sentences are crazy for not even knowing what you did and what happened or what you did that made it so bad. And jail people, they don't treat you like you're a person. They treat you like you're a wild animal. And even wild animals shouldn't be treated how bad some people are treated. So you want the, the prison system to... So another thing that bothers you that you like to see go away is the way that the prison system treats people? Yeah, I would wish that they would, like, really calculate the crime, like, understand how bad it was. Because some people just say, I'm going to throw you a life sentence because you jumped you jumped off something illegal. That's not worth life. Like, sure, you jumped off something illegal. But, like, that's not worth life. They need to actually know when to say something's worth life and when to just have a little sentence. So you feel like sometimes the time doesn't fit the crime? Yeah, because one of my uncles have one of my uncles that went to jail for just stealing a little thing. And I don't feel like that's fair that he had to suffer six months to a year Six months with good behavior and a year without good behavior, only because he's he's like stole like something that cost maybe fifteen, ten bucks, twenty, or like fifty. You know, he shouldn't have to suffer that much time. Okay, okay. So that that brings me well. Before I go to my next thing, let me ask you: If you had a zillion dollars to do some things in the world, what would you do with it, little cuss? Um, first thing I would do would help a whole bunch of homeless people. I would also help the loved ones and the people in my life. And then I would also donate some money to charity, help the loved ones. And with the rest of my money, I would genuinely just try to make the world a better place, like build structures, build houses for free, you know, build stuff that can actually help people and Uh not just use my money for myself. Okay, that is very commendable. Also, I mean, you guys are some great guys. I I don't want you to grow up too fast, but I'm excited to see you grow because I just feel like if you guys stay the same and keep some of these ideas that you have, the world is definitely a better place with you in it. Um, I heard you, little cuss, speak about the prison system, the crime doesn't meet the time and stuff. That kind of made me think about what my next question was, which is what do you guys want to be when you grow up? When you become an adult, what type of career are you considering? What is what? Well, one, what is it that people say you should be? But on the other hand, what is it that you think you really do want to be? I want to be a president. I'm sorry, who denied? Say that again into the mic. I wanted to be the president of what? To change. Into the microphone. To change the The president rights. of what? The United States. Wow. So so I can change the rights that people have. Into the that's, mic. That you have you can't you have to go to jail for something that you that that really happened that wasn't really that bad. Like really, really. If it was really, really bad, you have to go to jail. They they can't hear you. If you if you do something like really bad, that means you have to go to jail. There's no way you're gonna get out of jail. 
But okay, and but so I agree with James. They treat people. They treat people just like animals. They, okay, that you're saying some good stuff, but the people can't hear you because you're not speaking into the mic. I agree with James because because people. I agree with James because people are because people are are um um suffering and they're like animals and uh, they're not animals. People. Okay, but the president of the United States does more than just talk about the jails. What else will you do if you are the president of the United States? Um, make the world a better place. How will you do that? By by um, um making the rights better, the rights of a lot of stuff, the rights of having to be gay, but. But the gay, gay doesn't mean you're, you're a bad person. Okay, so it sounds like as the president, you're going to make sure that you help the people in the prison system. It sounded like you were going to help homeless people. You want to help people um, have better rights um, regardless to, you know, some of their preferences. What else will you do as the president of the United States? And speaking to the mic. I would, I would, I would talk to President Biden. Well, he won't be the president anymore if you're the president, right? By the time you get old enough to be president, he he won't be president. He'll be retired. So if you're the president, what, what else will you do? I'll, I'll help people build houses. Speaking to the mic. I'll help people build houses, villages, everywhere. Even even homes. Okay. Okay. I make a little robot that that a, a robot that has a, a like a gravity hand that can use it to move stuff around and place it, and can also stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, I think we got to work on your campaign a little bit. You got a few more things to consider, but I definitely think that you're off to a great start because what it sounds like as a president is that your platform will be people. Right. And without people. Right. You can't. That's right. It what people make the world go round. And without people, you could not be in office. So I'm going to switch over to you, little cuss. Talk to me about your uh, career goals and stuff like that. All of the people who my family have said I should be a lawyer. We can't hear you. My family has said I should be a lawyer. And, you know, I would say that a lawyer is a, a job that I would always take. But there's also another job that I like just as much as a lawyer, which is president. I like president because I want to change genuinely the world and make the world a better place and, you know, like help prison, help life, um, help the way people talk to their kids, help the growth of kids. And I also would like to do this money situation and how a lot, how people were like, how earlier my mom, I was talking to her about gay people. Like, oh, I think gay people should have better rights. But she said something that shocked a lot to me, that gay people are getting their rights, but black people still have not got the rights that they needed. Cops cops continuously think that just because you're black, you did it. You did it, which I don't think is fair. And I would like to be president to change the way the system is of life and change all this hatred and help black, even whites, and even lesbians, gay, LGBT, 
community, everyone who has support that community. I would want to help them and make this world a better place and also have to do serious, like, help the world in, in different contacts and different, you know, stuff and have all seven continents have peace. Oh, wow. Um, <coughs> a little cuss. You just said a whole mouthful, and it sounds like you have a lot of big-person conversations with your parents. You watch the news. Where do you get all of this content from that you're speaking on today? Um, I, I need you to speak into the mic. My teachers and also just knowing how people treat other people to this day. Even, even, even if you're white or black, people still treat like people like crap, and they should never have to be treated like crap, ever, ever, ever. Okay, so you mentioned to me that your family said you should be a lawyer. Why? Uh, because they said as a kid I was a really good talking talker, and I still am a good talker. And they said a lawyer would be a perfect job. You get to make your own schedules. You get to do what you want at that job, and you're a great talker. You, you are very good at convincing people. Uh, and do you agree with that? Um, yeah. So you would you consider being a lawyer? Yes, that's my job. I would actually like to be. If I couldn't become president, that would be my first option I would try to take. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, and after a lawyer, you would be a president? Yes, if I could. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I heard a lot from you guys today. And, um, you know, you heard me mention that, you know, as the bag lady moves on, I want to be able to have something to pass on. And I'm sorry, we have a hand up in the studio. Yes, little cuss. I would also like to ask, what made you name your show Bag Lady? Oh. Oh, I'm being interviewed? Yes. Yeah. You're being interviewed on your own show. Oh, okay. Well, well, thank you so much for asking. Um, I named my show The Bag Lady Experience because... Um, I, there's a, a, a saying, right, that says that everybody has baggage, right? Nobody's perfect. Everybody has something that they've gone through in, it, through in life that may be lingering around a little bit, and, and they just need somebody to help them unpack. And so the bag lady realized that she has some things that she's trying to figure out and understand better so that she can do better, and she came on a podcast so that she can talk to other people who may be in the same boat. And we could come and go in our bag and unpack the things that may be weighing us down, right? So there's a song called The Bag Lady, um, and it talks about how if you don't unpack some of the things that have bothered you over the years then you're going to end up finding yourself dragging, dragging, dragging. You know what I mean? You won't be able to get up and run. You won't be able to get up and take flight. And so that's what made me name my show The Bag Lady um, Experience because I wanted to be able to help people unpack and let people help me unpack so that we won't be dragging all them bags around. You know what I mean? What a great raise in the name. Your show is such a great thing. I think that's I was a, thinking that because you carried a lot of bags. I think that that was a great thing to say to the, to the blessings and 
say overall, and that was a great show name. One of the best I've ever heard. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you for that. We're going to get ready to say goodbye to the blessings because you two have been so great and so patient in here today. So before we go, I'm going to ask you guys to just say a little sign off to the blessings. What are your parting, Zanai? What's the last thing you want to say when you say goodbye to the blessings that are listening today? They're pretty. They're also the, the thing that makes this world happy. Everybody, a little bit closer to the mic. Say it again. Everybody makes this world happy. A lot of people, a lot of people have helped this world to make it better. And what would you? What was the last thing you like to say to them? Say it one more time in the mic. Have a nice day. Okay. And over to you, little cuss. What are your parting words to the people today? I'd like to say for the kids, um, stay strong and always have to be the bigger person. And let's, ho- hopefully your parents will let you get a say through life. And my last couple things I would say to sign off is the blessings. Y'all should all stay blessed. And I hope you guys have the great rest of your day, depending on whenever this podcast comes on. Wow. I don't think they left me a lot of stuff to say. I don't I don't think they left me a wrap up. I think this was like a hostile takeover. I'm not going to say bullying because I don't want little cuss to correct my definition, but the littles definitely came in here, took over the studio today took advantage of their opportunity to be heard. You heard them. Go out there and be a blessing to someone today. Go out there and recognize and acknowledge people's rights today. Be respectful to our LGBTQ community. Be, you know, stop and 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 uh help out a homeless person, right? And and just remember that kids are people too. And I thank y'all for being my blessings. I thank y'all for listening and And when you go back out there and you're talking about generational wealth, let me tell you this. If you're not having conversations with the littles in your house, there's no legacy to be passed over. I love you. Be blessed. Love y'all.